Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to today, but real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're uh, listening to this. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue that you got to go check out. I'll tell you about Sugar Fire in just a little bit, but what we need to do today, uh, as I record this, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> but that's okay. We're not going to be talking uh, Thanksgiving right now. We're going to get into some headlines. Plus, I got some rejected headlines. But right now, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's lay the thunder and let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> Well, you guys remember when we were talking about that story in regards to a DIA employee? He was actually a United Airlines pilot, I believe, and he took an axe to the crossing gate. Now, I had talked to some employees out at DIA to get the inside scoop, and I was, I was debating whether or not to bring it up. But then I saw this article by Denver 7, KMGH here in Denver, and they did a great job where they actually talked to some employees and got some real nitty gritty stuff. And it kind of backs up what I heard from individuals who I will not release their names, but it, it, it really tells you like, cause, cause you watch the video and it's just all of a sudden this guy, this pilot shows up because the the gate to let you in and out of the parking lot, employee parking lot, it's just not working. And all of a sudden, this in the video, it's like, where'd this guy get an axe? <laughs> but that being said, I believe the pilot drove a Jeep or something like that. And, you know, he has a lot of downtime and he must, you know, go camping or something like that. I don't think that that it's weird. I don't have an axe in my in my vehicle, in my Honda Accord. I don't. You know, maybe at one time I did just to say I did. When I had a truck, I had a toolbox on the back and I believe I had a, um, a, a an axe in there. But anyway, moving aside from that. It was one of those things where I taught when I was talking to these employees, they were saying the same thing. They had a new system for the parking lot gates and they just weren't opening properly. It wasn't working properly. So now I, I will tell you this real quick. I asked them, I said, okay, you, you see what this pilot did taking an ax to it. Do you, because the public perception of this pilot is, I don't want him to be flying my plane. And I was kind of leaning towards that and be like, dude, he's not mentally stable. But then talking to these individuals who see uh, what's actually going on behind the scenes and know how things work and how big of a problem this has been over at DIA, they said this, there's nobody... I would rather fly with than him because he took action on a problem that everybody's been complaining about and nothing was getting done. 
So he he hit his breaking point. And if anything, he's more of a hero because it, I say that lightly, but it's just like he took action. There was a problem. It wasn't getting fixed. So he fixed it temporarily. I believe it was like a $700 um, bit of damage that he did to the parking gate. Now, Denver 7, like I said, did a lot of great work on compiling some of the complaints and talking to some employees. This is what one complaint reads, and I'm reading from their website. It says, I have to arrive to the parking lot each morning over an hour before my shift at the airport because I simply cannot rely on the bus schedule because the buses can't get in, in and out properly all the time, so they're backed up. Another complaint uh, wrote, said, how can we as employees at DIA continue to be made late by incredibly inconsistent, uh, by the incredibly inconsistent parking situation? Maybe Denver Airport should fix the fucking problem and quit treating the airport employees like garbage. Quit pushing everyone to their axe-wielding breaking point. Exactly. That's a, that's, dude, that's classic corporations. Let's just wait. Let's see how long we can push off a problem so we can save budget. Then we'll do it right at the end. Or until we're forced to. And now they're being forced to fix the problem. Or there's just, or there was a gap in communication to the higher ups that would make the, problem go away and be fixed somebody dropped the ball whether it's them being lazy whether it's them being dicks or them being cheap assholes somewhere along the line something got fucked up uh this is according to the pilot the barriers weren't working there was a pretty long line in all three lanes because of the sensors and the barriers and the exit wasn't working I was trying to enable people, including myself, but everyone to get out of the lot. Yeah, it's like whether you want to get in the lot or get out of the lot, there's a problem. And the fact that people are having to show up like an hour, hour and a half early to work, which they're not getting paid for because it is so unreliable for them to get in and out of, of the facility. Just to park. Just to park. What a joke. By the way, the pilot's misdemeanor charges will be dropped upon court-ordered completion of a 12-month diversion program. He remains off the schedule at United Airlines awaiting an internal investigation. Listen, I know this is kind of a serious topic. It's not necessarily funny. But ultimately, it's like, DIA, get your shit straight. These are the people that are earning you the money. They are the blood that is pumping through the veins of that airport. They make it go around. Fix your parking problem. It seems like a very simple ask. And if you have, if you're, if it's a, if it's a new system and you just throw it out there without testing it thoroughly, fire the motherfucker that, that put that in place. Because that's ridiculous. You can't do that. You always make sure 
that when you're putting in some a new product, that you test it, that you really make sure it works. Because otherwise, you got a problem like this. And what's going to end up happening, you're going to start losing a lot of great people because of something so fucking stupid. So fix your shit because I want the people flying my planes and working on the airlines, people that are chucking my luggage, all the people start to finish working at the ticket gate, ticket counter, all that stuff, security. I want all those people in better moods. Do you not? Okay. Because I already get stressed when I go traveling. I don't want the people working at the airport being stressed out of their minds too and for something so silly because here's what it's going to end up doing. Not only are they going to be uber stressed by their, their, you know, nine to five, I say nine to five. I know they work way different schedules than that, but when they're on clock, they're going to be already stressed out, but that's going to carry over to their home lives. Well, I got to leave an extra hour and a half early. That's less time with the family, less time with his, your wife or your husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, your kids. Come on, start thinking about your employees. And what ends up happening is then all these employees get upset at the bus drivers that are out there work, working their tails off too. They're frustrated. Now there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, spillover and anger. Fix your shit, DIA. Fix it. Here's what's funny. There's plenty of, of entities out there that would be more than willing to help you fix it and upgrade your system. You just have to ask and start looking in the right directions. Treat your people right so they can treat us right, the customers. Come on, man. It's a simple ask. Don't be a bunch of dicks, DIA. Fix your shit. And the more I looked into this after the last time I talked about this, I, I, I have more respect for the pilot that took an ax to that. Because you know what? That's something I probably would do. Because it's like enough of this shit. Come on. We're all frustrated. We want to leave or we want to go to work. But this stupid fucking thing isn't working. Get the fucking axe and break that shit so we can relieve this issue, at least for a, a temporary time and place. So I, I'm, I'm more on the side of the pilot. I'm definitely on the side of the employees that are frustrated. DIA, I am not on your side until you get this fixed. This should be fixed already. If it's still a continuous problem, Fix it. Come on. Good job, Denver 7, on that article. You did a great job uh, compiling all the information and getting the, the sides of the employees and really telling the story of what's actually going on. Because what's the first thing we do? We just assume that the, the pilot's gone crazy. <laughs> Motherfucker's nuts. Hey, nuts. Hey, who carries an axe in the car? Well, the guy that's dispensing justice, that's who. <laughs> uh moving along <laughs> my i always am on this show bagging on tiktok because the majority of the content on tiktok seems to be just nonsense and i have a i have a hard time with it 
And, and my wife loves watching TikTok. And there's some there's some funny stuff she sends me. But she sends me this last night. And at first, I'm like, ah, I don't want it. It's just somebody going on a rant. And a lot of those times, it's just like so over the top. You're, you're upset about nonsense, right? But this lady named Maddie Todd, my wife sent me this. I didn't listen to it. And then all of a sudden, she starts playing it when I'm, I'm in earshot. And I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? That's hilarious and true. Listen to this and tell me that this doesn't just blindside you with truth. You know what I can't get over is the fact that we touch 10 wieners a day. 10 wieners a day. <laughs> and I thought it was 10 wieners because then I Googled it and I was like, that's just a fact that just stuck with me. I think I heard it a couple years ago and then it's just something that lived with me forever. I don't know where I heard it from, but I just heard it. And then I Googled it because I was like, okay, but is this real? It's just something I've always had in my head. Google it. It says 15, 15 wieners a day. You want to know why? Because they don't wash their hands ever. So like. She's saying wieners, by the way. She's going uber fast, but uh, again, 15 wieners a day. Carry on. They go to the bathroom, don't wash their hands. They don't wash their hands, okay? And then they touch doorknobs, and they touch, you go to the gym, pull the wiener, 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 okay? And then I was like, God, it has to be more than 15. Then I get down this rabbit hole, and I'm on Reddit, and this guy was like, guys, um, on average, how many times do you touch your wiener a day? And the guys are like, oh, okay. And they're like fully doing math. They're like, all right, at least one to three times a day to like, you know? And then they're like, and then I go to the bathroom like five to seven times a day. Okay. That's another. And then in the shower. And then I, do, and then just to like read a book or maybe just to like watch some TV and just hold it, you know, like probably like another 12 times. And they're like maybe 24 to 34 times. And I was like, what? I'm like, it's not going to fall off. Like, where's it going? It's not going anywhere. It's not going to detach from you. And then another, another guy was like, um, probably around like 52. And another guy was like, no, definitely more than 52. And I'm like, oh. so we're just out here touching wieners. I, I don't understand that. So her, her point is guys are disgusting, which I agree with. We are, and we don't wash our hands enough. And they're touching their wieners as she says and since they're not washing their hands they're putting wiener vibes everywhere i don't know what wiener germs everywhere wiener 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 i get her point it's disgusting how many times have you been using a bathroom stall or you're at the urinal and some guy goes in there uses the urinal and then just walks out doesn't wash his hands it's disgusting. I'm sorry. You might be one of those dudes. I'm not one of those dudes. I've always been, you know, good about washing my hands. And if I don't wash my hands, I feel dirty. Then I go back in and wash my hands. It's just one of those things. I'm, I'm a slight germaphobe. I have a buddy named Joel Clatt. Uh, you may have heard of him before. He's quite famous. Um, name drop. <laughs> Joel is a germaphobe and he washes his hands all the time. And I, I'm curious of what he would think about that. But when you, when she starts going and talking about the Reddit, uh, thread where their guys are saying, well, I, you know, I, I touch it maybe 25, 35 times a day. One guy's like 50. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you touching your dick so much? I don't understand that. 
just watching, a, what did she say, reading a book, touching your, why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Are those guys single? Is that what it is? I would be curious to find out. Are those individuals in a relationship? And what kind of relationship is it? Is it a um, is it a marriage or are you dating? And it would be interesting to see how that breaks down. I, I when I use the restroom and go to the shower, and when I'm crank uh, when I'm cranking one out, <laughs> I don't understand all the the stuff that she was saying is just like it's mind blowing to me. I don't understand why. You, listen, dude, it's not going anywhere. Maybe you had a dream one day where you woke, where you thought your your penis just ran away on you, and you looked down. And you're like, I'm a Ken doll. Oh my god, <laughs> so bizarre. But ladies, ladies, what is this? tell you one guys are gross but it shocks me to hear those uh, you know numbers coming out of that lady's mouth that's that's bizarre that's it's so disgusting it's it's really gross when you think about it it's like if they're not washing their hands because i was always told too you should wash your hands before and after uh, you go to the bathroom, guys. Because if you think about it, think about it. Your hands are nasty and dirty, and then you go and touch it, and then you wash your hands after. It's everything I've heard is actually you're. It's it's better if you're going to wash your hands when you go to the bathroom. You should wash them before you go. And if you go and urinate, that's you. You don't necessarily have to wash your hands afterwards. I wash my hands afterwards. But you see what I'm saying? Otherwise, you got this nasty, <laughs> nasty thing between your legs. It's so gross. It's so funny, though. <laughs> I do have a soundbite, though, that's perfect for all you guys out there that do not wash. And I'm sure there's some ladies out there, too. She's saying wiener, wiener, wieners. But there could be vagina, vagina, vagina out there that we're touching as well. So... For everybody that doesn't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. Shame. Shame. Mm -hmm. Shame. Talking to you. Shame. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I met a, a country artist when I was in the, in the hallway uh, at KYGO, and he had just come out of the bathroom. And I was like, oh, you're Phil Vassar. I think that's who it was, Phil Vassar. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm a big fan of your, your work. And he's all, hey, friend, and super nice dude. And he goes to shake my hand, and I pulled back. And I was like, I'm sorry. Sorry, I can't. He just came out of the restroom. But he's like, I, I washed my hands. I was like, yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> I just, which is funny because if I wouldn't have seen him come out of the bathroom, I would have shook his hand. It makes no sense. But in my head, I'm like, there's a good chance because he's a dude, he didn't wash his hands. So I wonder if, if I ever ran into him one day, would he remember that? Because it was like the, the look on his face was just like confusion and, and 
and he was insulted. But I was like, ah, I can't. I'm sorry. Sorry. And he's like, okay, well, it's nice meeting you. <laughs> Thanks for listening type of thing. <laughs> so funny. Good dude. Good dude. And just a reminder to wash your hands. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to be touching wieners everywhere or vaginas everywhere. And then it makes you really want to wash the produce when you get home. My wife's all this is exactly why we need to wash the, the fruits and vegetables as soon as you bring them home from the grocery store. Because I don't want to be <laughs> touching wieners all the time. It's disgusting. And honestly, yeah. Remember when the pandemic started? I, I even had to do this for the radio station. They're like, Scott, can you do a video, you know, just kind of having fun with showing people how to wash their hands properly? Because it was a big deal. A lot of people are like, I, I don't really wash my hands. There were starting to be lines in the men's room because guys were actually starting to wash their hands for once. And they're like, 26 seconds? What? Or 20 seconds? I don't remember what it was. It's that it's because none of us do it. None of us do it. Ah, uh, we're gross. <laughs> we're gross. Hey, I got rejected headlines coming up in a second. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. Amazing barbecue. I say it all the time, but it's so freaking good. I was there last uh, the other night, actually, for a Monday night football. You can catch me there every Monday night from 6 to 8 during football season. Uh, just hanging out at their amazing bar, watching the game, drinking some cocktails, eating some good food. And if you follow them on social media, at Sugarfire Westy, you can see what their daily specials are because Chef Clint and his crew love to post their, their, their pieces of art that are just beautiful to look at and even more beautiful to, to slap in your mouth because they're so delicious. Whether it's the Bronco Burger, which is one of my favorites, that's double cheeseburger, bacon, brisket, pickle, onion, and Texas hot sauce. But they also have burnt ends, smoked fried wings, brisket mac and cheese. Brisket mac and cheese is something that when you when you get it, you're like, it's mac and cheese. But then you actually eat it and you're like, this is so much more. So much more. It, it is such a beautiful entree. You got to try it. Uh, some of their other popular, popular specialty sides are hash brown casserole, Brussels sprouts, and sweet chili. I love that one. Cucumber salad and smashed loaded potatoes. They also have uh, amazing sauces. St. Louis sweet, Texas hot, coffee, Carolina mustard, and white barbecue. Now, it's one thing for me to sit there and boast about how great they are. But I've been, I've been, I've been reading this week some testimonials from people that, that go there all the time or have tried it for the first time. So if you got one, send it to me, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on socials at dehuffpodcast. But this comes in from Steven. It's one of the best places around for sure. You got to try it. Be like Steven. Be like me and check out Sugar Fire in Westminster. By far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly, which I love. I got two small kids. It's also perfect for date night. I've taken my wife there several times. And they even do catering for those special family events like weddings, birthdays, holiday parties. Maybe you got a team meeting 
whether it's for your company or a sporting event type of thing. There was something the other day. It was for one of the local uh, uh, sporting leagues that they're like, you know, let's have a, a get together. It's perfect. You got to check them out. Great place. Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway. Follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westie. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Now, I was going to make a, a little open for this, right? I was, it's like rejected headlines. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> then I was like, I don't have time. I don't have time. It's Thanksgiving week. So I got I got to do a bunch of stuff. So here's a soundbite. <laughs> here's a soundbite for the open. Ready? Surprise. Get that coming out of my face. <laughs> That's it. Woo. <laughs> All right. We're just going to. These are the rejected headlines that I pulled from several websites that we're not really going to dive deep into. Okay. And. I'm not even going to go and do re, uh, you know, research on the story. We're just going off of the headline and we're going to react to it, whether it's completely true or, or not, you know, that's, that's the society we live in. We're a headline society. I don't know how many times uh, my wife will be like, Hey, did you see that blah, blah, blah story? Yeah. What's it about? She's like, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. I just saw this, saw the headline. A woman gave birth on an airplane and is shocked as passengers gawk. That's not, listen, it's a beautiful thing. I guess, I guess <laughs> it's somebody giving birth. I don't want to see that on my plane. I'm sorry. Sorry, ladies. It's me being an asshole, but let's be honest. Don't really want to see somebody that I, I, I don't know and not invested in. I don't want to see their bits and pieces popping out. You know, a baby, baby squeezing out, you know, that area. <laughs> Ladies are like, are you kidding me? Fuck you, you bastard. It's a beautiful experience. I get it. I do. Yeah, it's just not something I want to, you know, kind of, it'd probably ruin my day or the next couple days, you know, eating, you know, some food and all of a sudden I'm like, oh God, no, uh, Oh, anyway, <laughs> I just don't, I'm trying to think, uh, no, 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 just, I can't do it. And I, and congratulations. She had a baby. <laughs> she did. And it must be awful for her. She's sitting there going through a very, you know, personable, personable moment. And meanwhile, there's like, there's at least one pervert on the, on that plane. That's just like, ah. I'm just making sure nothing goes wrong. <laughs> that type of guy. That guy needs to be on a list. Like if if you're one of the flight crew, you're you're taking note of everybody, and be, and then like that one guy that's just watching too much, you just write down a seat number, and then he forever is on a list. That needs to happen. Okay, just saying. Uh, another rejected headline, my my husband's semen made me vomit after seeing it next to my yogurt. Why the fuck was it in your fridge? What kind of sick games are you playing? I get it. Like you're, you're probably going through fertility issues or something like that, and you, you need to get his stuff tested. 
go go to the clinic to do that. Don't be doing it at home, sticking it in like, you know, a little cup. <laughs> Have friends over. Ooh, what's this? Ooh. <laughs> Tastes like bad memories. Um Ah, <laughs> uh, that's just gross. I'd be so mad. No wonder. Listen, I get it. If it's right next to the yogurt and you're just seeing it and it's just I mean, well, that be that being said, like how much was actually in there? Cuz I've had to I've had to go give those samples before a long time ago. And it's not like you're you're filling up the cup. It's not that much. Unless you're just one of those guys that's just like, how many ounces do you need? Okay. <laughs> A whole pint? Sure. I got you. No, come on. It's not that much. Unless it's a skinny tube that makes it look like it. But honestly, that, that would be dumb. Good luck trying to get it in that. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Um, I did that once, and I had to give a sample, and they didn't have a, a special room. And when I'm in there, I'm in like a, a bathroom that anybody could walk in and I'm in a stall and somebody tried to open the stall as I'm in there. And I'm like, I, I'm busy. And they kept doing it. I thought it was my wife playing a prank on me, but it wasn't. It was just some dude. Think, then I had to keep going. <laughs> and they didn't offer. I wasn't allowed to use any, uh, you know, aids <laughs> to, to put it politely. Oh, that's funny. Uh, a woman mysteriously receives $20,000 worth of lottery tickets from FedEx. What, what's the fucking problem? Scratch those fucking things. What if you won? You're, there's a good chance you're going to win. Right? I, that's, I wouldn't even tell anybody. I'd just start scratching them, then start turn them, turning them in. How'd you get all these? You know, I don't know. How, do, how does that mistake happen, by the way? How does $20,000 worth of lottery tickets go to the wrong place? Was Now, here's the thing that I, since I didn't click through the article, is were they sent to her house? Were they sent to her address? Or was it sent to someone else's address and the FedEx driver just accidentally sent it, uh, delivered it to you? Because if it's, if it's addressed to somebody else, isn't that a problem? If you're opening up somebody else's mail, despite the fact that it was delivered to the wrong address. Feel like she should go to prison. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck in prison, lady. A restaurant uh, owner is accused of guilt tripping diners who ordered tap water. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a dick move, man. Do you, drinks are so expensive, which is funny because they hardly cost the restaurant a dime, especially if it's if it's like Coke or Pepsi products. Those those are hardly it hardly costs them anything, hardly anything. Just like ten cents, some wicked shit like that. Especially if it's a sit down restaurant and they have glasses that they reuse. So if it's like a paper cup that is disposable then then you got the paper cost in there but honestly the sit-down restaurants yeah you guys are ripping people off drinks shouldn't be three bucks or two bucks even 
They should be a dollar or less because there is hardly anything. If Once you start getting into fancier drinks, maybe like there's some places that have different, you know, soda machines and more specialized soda machines that aren't Coke or Pepsi, then, then it might be a little bit more expensive. But in all honesty, it's, it's amazing how dramatically lower your, your bill will be if you go into a restaurant and just order food and don't do drinks. You're like, oh, dang, that was only 30 bucks for all four of us. That's not bad. Something like that. You know, it, it's with us and having kids. Yeah, we go, we go to restaurants all the time and don't order drinks. Because it's stupid expensive to do so. And it's like, honestly, I'm not missing anything. It's better for me to drink water. So fuck that restaurant owner for being a dick. <laughs> I get it. You're trying to make money. I get it. But you're going to end up losing more money if, you, if, if somebody starts belittling me and guilt tripping me to get a, a soda instead of a water. I'm never going back there. And guess what ends up happening? I'm going to tell several people about my bad experience and how big of a prick you were. So, yeah, go ahead, do that. See how that works out for you because it's not going to work well. It's more of a, a negative uh, reaction that you're getting instead of a positive thing. Like you're trying to push to get somebody to buy a $3 soda and you're guilt tripping them. They may do it. But guess what? They're probably not going to come back and they're going to tell everybody, be like, don't go back to that place. He's a fucking dick. And he, you know, just, you know, made us all feel like shit for not ordering a soda. So we did, but yeah, we're never going back because he's a cunt. <laughs> uh, and finally, a rejected headline that I didn't want to get into. But yeah, here we are. Uh, a beautiful beetle with penis shaped like a bottle opener gets named after a beer. <sighs> oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Poor beetle. I guess at least it's not named like sadness. <laughs> Look at this, the sadness beetle. Why? Look at his penis. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, God, that is sad. Poor thing. <laughs> uh, Scott, we, we named this beetle uh, because its penis looks like you. What's it called? Uh, pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. Oh. oh. Well, I guess that makes sense. It does, Scott. We all agreed. We all agreed. <laughs> Well, thanks for supporting the podcast, guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you, if you haven't already. If you can, please give it a nice review. It helps with the algorithm and helps disperse the podcast to everybody across the globe. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. You got to go check them out. 144th and Orchard Parkway. Just a beautiful place to sit down and get a great meal. Uh, amazing barbecue, just a great environment for the family, great place to go and just have a chill date night. It's just a great place, a sugar fire in Westminster. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward.
I'll talk to you next time.